Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here on this Tuesday on WDEV AM and FM and WDEV Radio. After a couple of weeks hiatus, we are joined now again by our friend Tom Brennan, former UVM Hoops coach, TB, enjoying the summer, I hope. Hope you're doing well. I, you know what, my boy? This is supposed to be one of those lazy June days. It's freezing where I am. Is it cold where you are? I, it is like, uh, I don't know. I think it's like 70. Are you in Vermont right now? Where are yes, you? Yes, I'm, I'm in my house and I'm cold, so I don't, I don't know. But anyway, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the summer. Excited about next year, and uh, and uh, and excited to hear what you got to tell me, what you got to offer this week. Well, let's start with with let's start with a sad note here. I don't know if you saw this. This came out just a couple hours ago, but Caleb Swanigan died. I did. I just the, saw that the former Purdue big man. He got a little run in the NBA, at least at the beginning with the Blazers. I know he dominated UVM in an NCAA tournament game. A handful of years ago, Lamb's freshman year, Trayvon Haynes' junior year. So we know Swanigan a bit. And uh, yeah, he tragically passed away at the age of 25. Big loss for big, big loss for for everybody, really big loss for the world. But he certainly was a very good basketball player. He was and a neat one. Yeah. You know, he had a real funky game. I mean, everything about him was uh, was was really kind of neat. And uh uh, he was neat to watch, and he did, uh, man, he did do a number on us. That's for sure. We we had no answer for him. And, you know, the, the one word I would equate with him uh, is just active. You know, he never stopped. He just kept going all the time. And uh, uh, so sad uh, to see a, a young life uh, like that snuffed out, man. It's just a shame. You know, I like to think that had he not been there, that UVM could have won that tournament game. I mean, that was the year where UVM went unbeaten in the America East, and that was – Lamb's freshman year and Trayvon Haynes and Kurt Steidel and Ernie Duncan and Peyton Henson. That was a real good UVM team. Now, Steidel got hurt right before halftime and ended up tearing his ACL in that game. So they were still in it even without him. But Swanigan was the difference maker. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I remember that. And that, you know, and it just leads me on a parade of almost uh, yeah. that we've had, you know, and we would just, ah, one guy didn't play. Florida State, I, you know, there's a, you can go on and on. How many, however many times I've been there, we rarely have been just completely overmatched. I mean, uh, uh, since my days, since <laughs> my first my first game. But you know, really, uh, it's uh, it's no joke if you're playing Vermont, uh, and uh, it's really, really something to be proud of. And and I know, I I do know, and I understand, and I'm I'm in that group. Like, oh man, come on, let's just. We can get one. We can get one. Let's say, no, this is the year. This is the year. Uh, but as close as we've continued to come, uh, it just shows you how hard it is, man. It's nothing. And we talk about this all the time. You know, I don't mind saying it. Uh, and I love the kids. Nobody, uh, I will fight to the end to say that's the best team that we ever had here. But that being said, we didn't play worth a damn against uh, Syracuse except for except for um, uh, Jela. Yeah. And and so so okay, he was great, and TJ did what he had to do, and Taylor hung in there. Well, you know, you know the story. But my point being is that that was not Vermont at our best, saying you know we we rolled into the tournament, we were ready, and boom, that's not what happened at all. It was a it was a crappy game, and and we contributed to it, and uh, we just had enough, thank goodness. And I think a lot of that had to do with how experienced we were. And, uh, and we had been there, you know, that group had been there twice before. So, uh, so the idea that, um, you know, it, it, yeah, that, that is, there's nothing like it. That's the greatest win ever and no doubt about it, but we've played better in the NCAA tournament than that and not come away with wins. 
Let's talk about the good news. Um, ben Shungu got a pre-draft workout yesterday with the Charlotte Hornets. So NBA draft is coming up on Thursday. Benny gets a workout with Charlotte. I'm on the record as saying, I don't think that Benny or Davis are going to get drafted. I don't think either one of them are going to stick in the NBA. But that said, I have always maintained that they deserve NBA opportunities. And you saw Benny get one yesterday, and we'll see what happens maybe when it comes to after the draft and maybe a summer league look or something like that. And then at that point, all bets are off. But Ben Shangu got the look yesterday. Your thoughts on that? I thought that, you know, six years ago, I thought, uh, and I've known Benny since he was a kid. Uh, six years ago, I thought that he would be the uh, that would he he would be the history teacher at St. Francis Winooski Grammar School at hmm. this time next year. And uh, and what the, the, his ascension has been uh, so remarkable. Uh, how how he has made himself into a great college basketball player. No getting around it. Not great defensive player. Not great for his. For his league, he's just a great college basketball player. He did it all on his own. He just worked and worked and worked at it, and and uh, it is great to see. And you know what? We talk about this. We talked about this a lot before, Brady. You know, there are certain cats that are born to it, and uh, and by that I mean, you know, like the stuff just don't rattle them. They, you know, they just they know they're ready. It doesn't matter the situation. The, the, you give them an opportunity, they're going to perform. And, uh, and, and that's how he was. That's how he always was. And he just had that carriage about him, you know, he just like royalty. And I always just thought, man, oh man, look at this guy. And he just kept getting better and better and better. And, um, and Davis is just the opposite. There's no, no, no really uh, flash and dash with Davis. You know, he's just a, he's just a uh, lunch pail bucket guy, but uh, also a very, very good player. But Benny being a local kid, we all know him. We all knew him growing up, uh, watched his progress. It's just a wonderful story. And uh, I know there are so many people that are rooting for him. You know, I've thought that Benny actually has a better NBA chance than Davis. Now, Davis won the America East Player of the Year, and he's a two-time player of the year. But, look, he's a 6'8 guy who's – look, he's not athletic enough to play 6'8 in the NBA, and he's not a knockdown enough shooter to just be a guy who stands outside in the wing, I think. Doesn't mean he's not a great player. He'll play in Europe for a decade if he wants to. But Benny, I actually think his game translates better than Davis's does. What do you think? I agree with that, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, because Benny uh, Ken uh, is a just a lockdown defender, and uh, I I see him in the uh, in the young Peyton mold. You know, uh, that kid was in the G League for five years. He signed with four or five different NBA teams, uh, but he finally stuck with the Warriors. Uh, and the main reason being is that he's such a tenacious defender and such a good uh, muckraker in the middle of the defense. And that is exactly what Benny does. I mean, Benny is he can on the ball. He's long, and his arms are long, and he's he takes such great pride in it. And so I, that that is a to say to be able to say, oh, he's going to camp. He's a lights out shooter. Eh, all right, there's just some man guys that can do that. But to say that this guy, man, can just shut you out and and knows how to play defense and understands defense and thrives on it. Uh, that's a that's a little bit of an edge going in, I would think. TB, uh, you know, it's funny. Last week, I talked with Mike Trimboli, right, after the uh, UVM Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And I look at the numbers, and I told Trimboli this, like, hey, I didn't see him play in person. 
just wasn't following the team at the time. But you look at the numbers, and he's one of five guys or four guys to score 2,000 points, and he walks away as the all-time leader in minutes played, and he walks away as the all-time leader in assists. Why is it that we don't talk about Mike Trimboli <laughs> as maybe one of the best players in program history? I don't know. I was just <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing when, when you were saying it. Now, I wasn't thinking it. I love Mike Trimboli, and I – uh, I loved when he played, um, and and you know this is the amazing thing to me is um, to get over two thousand points and lead the whole thing in assist. That's a that's an interesting combination right yeah. there. Now, got going to get two thousand. That's one thing, but then to be the all time assist leader on top of that, uh, that's something else again. Um, I don't know. I, I he might have. I I don't know why he certainly should be. He's his numbers say that uh, they won a ton of games. Uh, they went to the tournament. He didn't go to the tournament, did he? He never went to the tournament. And and I think and he thinks that that's part of the knock on him in that way. But I, I have always maintained that when we're talking about the best individual players in program history, I don't need some kind of team success to validate that player. I agree. I agree with you. And it, it is funny because uh, when you when you said what you said, I agreed with it. I said, you know, he's not. No, maybe we don't talk about him enough, and uh, and and I think that's true. But but I really don't know why. Um, it, it just was, uh, you know, that, that was a, it, that was an interesting time. Let let me put it this way. Okay, when he played here, it was an interesting time in our program's history. Yeah, uh, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so uh, it it wasn't the most fluid transition. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, that was a mess the way that happened. And then, uh, you know, then, and then, you know, it, it just wasn't, things didn't go real smoothly during, tra- uh, during Mike's tenure here. Let me say that. And, uh, and maybe that, it, maybe that had something to do with it. Tom Brennan, former Catamount hoops coach TB. I'm glad we had enough UVM content today to avoid Kyrie Irving's nonsense. Oh, maybe we can, he he can't maybe- find- Oh my God! I'm gonna jump off a bridge. I swear to goodness, they can't. And how about there's people lined up to take them? Uh, I am not one of them. Someone else can have them. So, TB, we will right, talk to boy. you again next week. Always a pleasure, pleasure, Brady. My pleasure. I'll talk to you soon.